What's up everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Luke Cortman Show. Um, you can go follow me on social media, at Luke Cortman on Instagram and Facebook, where I'll post updates when new episodes are out and artwork for the show and a whole bunch of cool shit. Uh, this podcast is available on all platforms, Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Um, first things first. I uh, tried to record this episode, episode 35, earlier today, like about half an hour, half an hour ago, and three minutes in, I had to tap out. You know, I'm in the worst chest pain I've ever experienced. It feels like I'm just being stabbed in the chest, and it's tight, and it was hurting to talk, and I'm just, I couldn't even like sit without it hurting, so. What do I always preach on this podcast? Improvise, no, yeah, improvise, adapt, and overcome. So, because I wanted to do this episode today, and it's the show must go on mentality, I thought, well, how can I fix this? So, this is actually the first episode where I'm actually laying down on my sofa with the phone to my left, and like all my notes and stuff to the left, and I'm just talking like this because I notice when I lay down it doesn't really hurt as much it still feels a bit tight but when I'm sitting I was like I had to tap out three minutes in I just I fucking couldn't now I'm guessing it's the three coffees that I had within like an hour you know that can be helping so today's drink is water <laughs> you know I had to not have a coffee for this episode and you know I could have left this ep- this uh, episode until at some point in the week when I was feeling a bit better. But I thought, no. Fuck that. You know? Sundays is the days I record and I put them out and... I just, uh, I really wanted to do it. Fuck it, you you never know, like, feeling like I'm going to die every two minutes. Might add a different element to this show, you know? Might be maybe more honest about shit, you know, or just... I don't know, I might have a heart attack live on this show and maybe my downloads go up because I just thought, I'm just, I'm not sitting out. Fuck it, I'm just not. I just wanted to uh, get it done, man. So, at some point in this show, if you hear me like struggling a bit, don't, it don't matter. Just know that, uh, I don't know, I, I think I'm okay. It, it must be the coffee, is the acid for me. Because it just came out of nowhere, but after I was drinking the coffee when I got to the third one, is when it started kicking in, you know, that Irish cream just fucked me up, and, uh, I don't really get, like, chest pain, or heartburn, or I don't really get anything like that, but, this is just, it's some next level shit, like, it definitely feels a lot better now that I'm, like, laying on my sofa, uh, doing it like this, you know, because, yeah, that was just unbearable doing it like that, but, that being said, this is episode 35 of the Luke Cartman Show. Um, I mean, I like this, uh, the episode artwork that I've chosen. It's a scene from Scarface when he's there, like his arm sling, and he's got the gun pointed, and it's like, got like the coffee, the microphone, and the money bag on the table. I just, I don't know, I like the uh, design of it. Uh, originally, the artwork for episode 35 was going to be... Um, like me superimposed and edited like over an Eminem album cover, his most recent one, The Music To Be Murdered By. And I just really like the cover and I'm, 
this episode was going to be like kind of a different episode in terms of like topics and stuff like that but i thought no you know what given like uh what's going on with related to like the ufc and fight island and stuff like that i thought i'd make it like a scarface themed in terms of like because of Jorge Masvidal fighting, you know, so I thought, yeah, I'll just switch it up a bit, I can always do the Eminem uh, version at a later episode, maybe the next one, you never know, but, um, I was smoking a vape too, which that fucking can't be open, but you know what, if I'm on my last legs, who gives a fuck, um, what's been going on recently, I've been, uh, I've talked recently about learning a different language, and I wasn't really sure what ones to learn, like, but for right, I'll start with Welsh, because that is the language of my country, even though, like, I speak English. Welsh is the national language. Before, yeah, I learned a bit of that, and it was surprising, like, how much uh, you kind of remember. Like, it's, you kind of taught some of it in school, and, like, words were coming up, and I'd be like, oh, like, I already knew what they were. Like, not cr- nothing crazy, but it's just quite hard to pronounce certain words. And, yeah, I think Welsh, it's going to take years and years, though, to learn these fucking languages. And, um, oh, fucking hell. The other one was uh, Russian, which uh, I know is a bit of a random choice because, like, my thing was, is like, yeah, I could learn, say, I don't know, Spanish or something like that, but I think it just doesn't make sense coming out of my face. Like, if you didn't know me and I just started speaking Russian, you think, oh, it's just a Russian guy. But if I walked up to you and started speaking Spanish, you're like, oh, why is this white guy speaking Spanish? You know what I mean? But... I don't know, for, fuck it, I just, Russian was just a random one, and got like a few different, uh, words, and you were to like, say hello and stuff like that, like basic shit, but, um, it sounds quite similar to Welsh, but it just sounds so evil at the same time, you know what I mean, so it's like, I don't know, I don't really know if women find the Russian accent attractive, I'm guessing they don't, I think the top two is like Spanish and French. French I don't really give a fuck about, like I know a couple of things, but uh, Spanish I want to learn, who knows, maybe I'll learn Spanish as well, because uh, I don't know, I just wanted to like, say, like, learn when it fits, the thing is it's going to take so long to actually learn these languages that like, I don't know, why fuck around with ones I'm not really going to use, you know, like I don't know if I'm really going to use Spanish, but think it would come in handy in certain situations like what can I use Russian for like I don't know like a drug deal or something like that or, you know um oh man this uh I'm gonna get straight into um UFC 251 and Fight Island and this situation and coming into Fight Island, I think there was a lot of, like, expectations and stuff like that, and we thought it was going to be, like, an octagon on the beach, which it was, but that's not where the fights were being held, and I don't know, there was just, like, this mystique around Fight Island, and it definitely looked cool, and the card as well. Now, there were some good fights on the card. There was. Like, I enjoyed the, the Peter Yan versus Jose Aldo fight. I thought that was a really good fight. Jose Aldo looked amazing, but Peter Yan was just better, and End up getting a TKO in the fifth round, I believe, to become the bantamweight champion. And a bit of a fucking late finish, to be honest with you. The referee should have stepped in way before. So that was good. And then there was fuckery with the Max Holloway and Alexander Volkanovsky fight. Like, Holloway just straight up got robbed. He did win that fight. 
you know, the judges are just shit, and they don't get held accountable for when they make these bad decisions, like, so, uh, yeah, it was a good fight, though, but Holloway won that fight, and, which leads me to the main event, you know, I was gutted, I was rooting for Jorge to win that fight, I thought he was going to go in there and knock him out, you know, stepped in on six days notice, like a crazy weight cut, and I thought, yeah, do you know, if anyone can do this, it's going to be Jorge, but Usman just made it boring as fuck, it was just a boring fucking fight, he completely just like, fucked it, you know, Jorge was landing some good shots, had really good takedown defense, Usman landed a couple, but Usman was just, I think I spoke about in a recent episode, where he'll play to the fence a lot, he was like putting him up against the cage, not doing any fucking damage, just foot stomping him, it's like fucking hell man, talk about blowing it, it was just, it was just a shit fight, I couldn't fucking, I couldn't believe it, I was gutted for Hoy, because I wanted him to win, you know, Usman's probably going to be fighting Burns next, which will be interesting, because they're actually training partners, um, Usman, who knows, uh, not Usman, uh, Masvidal, who knows what's next for Masvidal, there's options there, he could fight Colby, there's a huge backstory there, they train together and stuff, and you could fight Leon Edwards maybe, could run the Nate Diaz fight back, this doesn't really hurt him too much, you know, the fans understand what he was doing, like showing up on short notice and going in there, we didn't get a result we wanted, shit happens, he don't make any excuses, he was like whatever, and he'll just come back, but I think what's important here is not to stay out for too long, like say if we don't see Jorge now till next year, it's, I don't know, hopefully we'll see him at some point, Towards the end of the year, maybe between September and December, sort of thing, like. But uh, I don't know, man. Usman just—I think now it's just a fact that people can't wait for him to lose, you know. Because why we just like—I get it because he did what he needed to do to win that fight, you know. And he did win the fight, but it's like fuck's sake, man. He just—you want to hug the guy and do nothing and just stomp on his fucking toes. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just weird, like. But, uh, yeah, there were some good fights. But I don't know. It just took the steam out of the event for me. Uh, with Usman and Masvidal. I just wanted Masvidal to win that so much. Become welterweight champion, BMF champ. You know. That he would fight Conor next. It would just be that whole thing to like him. But I don't know. Um, the rise of Jorge is an interesting story from like started off fighting in the backyards in the Kimbo Slice days you know he was known as Ponytail back then you know and he would fight uh, Kimbo's protege called Ray you know they, they were great fights they were I remember seeing those and uh, for him to like be where he is now it's insane man that's like a huge victory in itself like getting into the UFC and not to, not to mention all the fights he had before that in different organizations. Like, he's fought in so many different organizations and fought great fighters. And then just, like, knocking out, like, beating Cowboy, knocking out Darren Till, fucking sending Ben Askren to Mars, like, and then fighting for the BMF title with a the rock there and Roberto Duran and Donald Trump was there. And just this whole thing, like, for him to come from that, it's just incredible, like, and, 
You know, even for him to be fighting for the title, it's just there's a uh, on his. You should check out his YouTube channel, Jorge Masvidal. I think there's these things like diaries of a street fighter, and it's like all these different stories and all this different footage and all that. It's really fucking good, man. So uh, yeah, go uh, check that out. But uh, yeah, go it for Jorge, but he'll be back. You know what I'm saying? It's the BMF for a reason. Um, to close out uh, the UFC talk, uh, the official trailer release for the UFC 4 game was uh, put out yesterday. And uh, i got to be honest, the game looks really fucking good. You know, it showed that they have like, um, obviously they got like the UFC octagon in the rings and stuff, but it shows now they've got the, back, the backyard element to it. Where you could fight in a cage in the backyard, and they got like um, the kumite, like the blood sport type of kumite, where it's like it looks like they're in a fucking cave, and there's like this fire around them, like torches, and there's like big snake statues, and it just looks gangster as fuck. And um, there's some like characters they put into it, like they put in Kimbo Slice in the game, I know Tyson Fury, the boxer, and Anthony Joshua are going to be in the game too, which I really like. It just said uh, the game looks really good, but what I thought was just a bit shit was the cover. Now the cover is Israel Adesanya, Starbender, and um, Jorge Masvidal, which is two great picks for the cover. You know, amazing picks. But the the cover doesn't look like a fight cover. It doesn't look like it's a fight game. It looks like an album fucking cover. It just looks weird, almost like a Need for Speed type of cover. It just looks fucking strange, man. So I think they blew it on the cover, but. You know, what are you going to do? People don't really buy it for the cover, do they? They buy it for the actual game, which looks sick. I think, uh, when's that out? August, I want to say. Maybe July, August. So, uh, there's that. Speaking of uh, Kumite, I watched a movie for the first time yesterday called uh, Bloodsport, which is uh, with Jean-Claude Van Damme, you know, JCVD. E F G H I J K L M N O P or whatever his fucking whatever the initials are for him, and uh, I gotta be honest, I love the premise of the movie. It's like it, this was pre UFC as well, like 1988 This movie came out. It was like this big tournament where style fights styles. You had like say a kickboxer versus a karate guy, and maybe like a boxer versus a sumo guy or something like that. And it was like this style tournament and. I loved the premise of the movie, but the acting was t- t- terrible. I was like I, like, I almost didn't want to continue watching it because the act- acting was so bad. And people go, well, look, it was the 80s. No, there was great acting in the 80s and in the 70s. So it, it ain't that. It was just, it was a bit cheesy, you know, but good movie nonetheless. You know, I haven't really seen many Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. I haven't seen Kickboxer. Um, what's the other one? Is Universal Soldier when he was in? I'm not sure. With Dolph Lundgren? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't really seen many of his movies. I was uh, trying to decide what one to watch yesterday. It was tough because I tried to pick one and then be able to talk about it on the podcast. And it's because there's so much choice. I didn't really know what to go with. I was looking on. Maybe I could talk about a series like... A series I'm going to be getting into once I finish Sons of Anarchy is Trailer Park Boys, which looks hilarious. You know, that's when Trailer Park Boys uh, get back into South Park. Um, F is for family, like Bojack Horseman and stuff like that. And 
those type of series but movies it's quite hard to really pick one i've got some for like the 80s and 90s to watch but i don't know man my chest is killing right now so uh, i hope everyone appreciates that i'm just trying to power through this to do this episode and be somewhat entertaining to everyone you know who knows i might not make this episode an hour long might just make it a bit shorter than the others why not i gotta fucking lay down and do something maybe meditate i don't know what to tell you <laughs> um I uh, come across a new like genre of music that I've never really heard before. It's called a uh, synth wave, which uh, if I could put it into perspective, there's a song by The Weeknd called "Blinding Lights," and it sounds kind of like '80s futuristic, and that's how I would describe synth wave music. It, it is literally a mixture of that. It sounds like '80s plus like futuristic, which is mad that like a genre can live in those two spaces, you know, in the future and in the '80s like this really good fucking music it's like kind of like miami-ish type uh gta futuristic type of stuff it's a uh, really good so uh, check out some synthwave music uh. oh that felt good um what was the other type of music oh that was it um for the synthwave music there's an artist called lost years and an album called venom check that one out that one's really fucking good and uh what was we talking about then oh yeah um Cyberpunk music is another one. Like, that's just, I would say more just futuristic type of music. Where it's like, there's a lot of, like, cyberpunk is becoming huge right now. Like, and by, if you don't know what cyberpunk is, it's basically just like futuristic type of sci fi movies and stuff like that. Like the series Altered Carbon, kind of like in a, in a realistic but futuristic world. Uh, I know there's a game coming out, I think. Cyberpunk 20, 2077 or something like that. And it's just cool. It's nerdy shit. But if you're into types of like cool shit and music like that, check that out. And there's some Instagram pages I've been following. Like the artwork for, for like Synthwave and Cyberpunk. It's, it's just creative as fuck. Like it's got like these futuristic landscapes and just this different style of artwork. It's just uh, it's incredible, man. Um, Jesus Christ, I'm fucking fading here. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, what else is going on? Barber shops are going to be opening soon, which I'm excited about because I am growing my hair back. You know, I was rocking the shaved head and the bald look for a while, and I enjoyed it, but uh, I'm over it now, to be honest with you. I just, uh, I want to grow my hair back, so when they reopen, I might go there and just say, trim up the sides, you know what I'm saying, and then I grow up the top and do what I used to do with it, you know? I kind of, I do miss having, like, a forehead to hit. Even though my hairline's fucked, at least I can hide it with hair to some level, like, you know what I mean? I just, uh, I miss it, man. Like, also, like, I accidentally trimmed off, like, most of my beard recently, too, and I'm trying to grow that back, which, go good. I, I went to fucking buy a, a beard brush, you know, the one with, like, the bristles on it and stuff. Went to buy one of those yesterday. I thought, yeah, I'll go down to Albany Road and get one. Didn't have one. Fuck. I literally had to walk all the way to town to buy a fucking beard brush. And uh, I guess it feels good. Like you just put beard oil on, rub it on your face, and then use this brush. Don't really know if it makes a difference, but the moral of the story is I travelled like five miles just to get a beard brush. It cost me 15 quid as well. Can you fucking believe people? <laughs> Gotta be honest, my chest 
just getting a bit better now that I'm laying down. Who knows, I might just start doing episodes like fucking laying down like this. I definitely feel a bit more comfortable, like. Because usually, like, I just sit up and talk and... Yeah, I'm enjoying this. Um, what else? I think uh, tattoo shops are going to be opening up soon. So, you know, people are probably going to be getting coronavirus tattoos or quarantine tattoos. And, you know, people are just be weird about it all and stuff like that. Um, what else is opening up? Uh, gyms apparently are opening up soon. Which, uh, I'm surprised they didn't open up sooner than fucking pubs, to be honest with you. You know, how I don't make sense. I, I would imagine there's going to be more people inside of a pub than there would inside of a gym. And inside of a gym, there's somewhat, like, space. You know, you, you can distance. You know, I don't know if the Rona lives inside a sweat, but, like, I don't know. You know, people are raring to go to the pubs. I think it's only, like, outdoor seating that's available right now. Like, if you want to go indoors, you got to wait till, like, August or something like that. I don't really know. I couldn't give a shit about going to pubs and all that. Like, maybe uh, I like to go to a nice restaurant uh, when they're up and kick. I don't know if they are, but... I just want to go and get some nice Mexican food. You know, have a good fucking meal. You know what I'm saying? Um, what else? I talked about uh, learning the language. Oh, yeah, the Russian, uh, going back to learning the language. The Russian words that I learned is uh, uh, how to say hello in Russian is привет. Uh, how to say um, how are you is, what is it? Как поживаешь? And it just sounds... It sounds fucking evil. Like. Uh, Luke, which means my name is Luke. It just sounds evil, man. I just, I'm not really sure if I'm going to pursue this Russian language. You know? Welsh is... I can't remember how to say it in Welsh. Uh, I, know, I learned that um, uh, a Welsh word, pen pidin, it means dickhead in Welsh. And I really like that. That's uh, it's just going to be, be helpful, I guess. People always like tend to go for the curse words first in their languages when they learn them, which I don't really know why, because when you call something, someone something in another language, it's like a swear, like, they don't understand it, so the insult won't hit the same. Like I did, the other day I called someone a pen pid and they didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Uh, Pardon me. Oh, that feels good. Oh, I'm glad I actually recorded this podcast and didn't fucking, you know, curl up in a ball and just uh, fucking have a mini stroke. You know, when I have to pick it back up in the week and thank God for that, man. But uh, what was I talking about? Uh, learning Russian. Yeah, I think uh, I might have to take that off the list. It, even like the way the alphabet is, it just looks fucking insane, man. Like, I, I just, I don't know. It's just completely different to, to any language I've ever seen. Like, I know, like, I think it's like Chinese and Japanese where they got like, we just, like these crazy like symbols for letters and stuff. I'm like, fuck that, man. And I know Chinese, like, Mandarin and Asian languages are like, have been really popular for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe because they think China, like, and Asia are going to take over or something like that. But, um, I don't know. Where I'm from, like, not many people really speak Welsh. If you want to find people who speak Welsh, you've got to go up north, like, but, you know, they still feel like the beatings that the English throw on them, you know, for, like, you know, you got killed for speaking Welsh back in the day, like, and when I say back in the day, I'm not talking about the 90s, 
I'm talking about like when they were just like the England was just fucking the whole world up. They would just like go to countries and just like you know smash people up just because like big chip on their shoulder the English and uh yeah they basically beat the language out of the out of the country like you know you bastards. But uh, that being said, <laughs> I'm gonna get into the two segments, the uh, reoccurring segments, the widely popular segments that I do on this show uh, to close it out. The first one is, would you rather, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Question number one. Would you rather get your paycheck daily or monthly? Um, Well, I get my paycheck monthly. Um, I suppose the benefits to that is, like, if you're getting paid daily, you're probably blowing more. But then there's also the element of like living day to day, like, you know, um, that's a tough one. If you get your paycheck daily, though, it's not going to be the full amount, so like it just be like a bit shit. Yeah, I'd rather wait monthly, to be honest with you. Uh, next question, question number two: Would you rather live a life with no regrets, but die at the age of forty, or live to be a hundred, but die with lots of regrets? See, this is an easy one for me. I'd rather live to be a hundred than die with regrets. Not because uh, really of the gain to live to a hundred part. It's the regret part. Like, I giggle at these people who say, oh, you should live your life with no regrets and I've got no regrets. It's like, really? Do you really fucking believe that? Like, is your ego that huge that like you're convinced that you've never made a mistake that you wish you could take back? Or you've never done something wrong that you wish you would have done differently, or like are you are you just floating above the rest of us, you know what I mean? It's important to live with regrets. You know, fuck all this no regrets and YOLO shit. It's just it's dumb. You're supposed to live with regrets. I definitely have regrets. You know. Everyone does, I think. You know, people who don't, I think you're just lying to yourselves. But uh that was a bit serious then. But um yeah, I think if I had to choose, I'd rather live to be a hundred and die with lots of regrets. Why the fuck not? Um, question number three. Would you rather be an insane snorer and disturb everyone you ever share a bed with or have the love of your life as the insane snorer who disturbs you every night? Oh, I've been told that I snore uh, in my sleep. Um, I've slept walked before, I've been told, and I talk in my sleep. You know, years ago when I was with a girl, I accidentally... Well, she said that I said another girl's name in my sleep, which I don't know if that's true or not. Only she knows if that's true or not, because sometimes I think women will say that just to kind of have one up on you as soon as you wake up. Just so you've got like grovel all day, like, you know what I mean? Um, fuck. Uh, what would I pick? If, put it this way, if like, if I'm in bed and like, my girl is like snoring, I'll, I'll kick you out of bed. You know what I mean? It's, I just I won't. I just I can't. I won't have it. And I would probably expect expect the same if I'm snoring like crazy and you know wake me up or do something like you know what I mean. But like don't hold a pillow on my head enough like that to try and kill me. Just like let me know. Then uh, I don't know what causes snoring. You know if people are like mouth breathers or something like that. I don't know. But um yeah the moral of the story is try not to snore. Um, but if I had to choose out of these two. Um, 
I'd rather be the snorer. Fuck it. Uh, question number four. Would you rather get stung by 100 bees or five scorpions? Oh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I think it was Jackass 2 or 3 when Chris Pontius gets stung in the mouth by a scorpion. You know, they've like painted around his face so he's in like a landscape and that scorpion's just digging into his mouth and it, oh, it's just it's horrible to fucking watch. Now, I can imagine five of them now, if I was, like, standing up or something like that, I feel confident that I could fight them off just with my legs. I could kick them, stamp on them. Um, getting stung by 100 bees, you know, you can't stop that. By the time you take away... Like, let's say you just, like, use your hand and you're trying to swap them away. By the time you take away 20, you know, the other 80 are stinging you in the face. And, you know, your face is going to be bloomed up. You look like you ate a load of cheese and you're bloated. and Not bloated, but you know what I mean? Like, um... Yeah, if I had to choose out of the two, I would pick, I'd rather be stung by five scorpions. Because uh, I feel like I, could, I just have a better chance of fighting them. Uh, question number five. Would you rather have someone clean for you or have someone cook for you? Uh, I, like to, I like to be the one who just like cleans up my own flat. I don't want no one doing that. And, uh, and I don't know, people have said things like, oh, it's like this weird like how clean my flat is or I don't know that I don't like live in a shit all it's like yeah I don't want to I look it's better if things are clean people are like oh you're OCD it's like how like all of a sudden I've got a disease because I don't want to live in a shit hole you crazy um, I just like it being clean it just looks better and it feels better I don't want to live just like I don't want to live in a dirty place you know why does it have to be a disease is that so wrong you know uh, so I'd rather someone cook for me, especially if like a good cook. Yeah, whip the meals. I like cooking, but I wouldn't mind if someone else has done it. You know, ah, but then someone could poison my food. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if like someone attempts that in the future, like just like I don't know, poison my shit, try and kill me. You know, maybe someone poisoned my coffee today, and that's why I had chest pain and stuff. You know, but um. Yeah, I'd rather someone cook for me. <laughs> uh, question number six. Would you rather lose an argument to make your girlfriend happy or make her sad by winning it because you're right? This is a great fucking question. So, lose an argument to make your girlfriend happy or make her sad by winning it because you're right. What? Well, but if I'm right and then she's sad about that... I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, lose an argument to make a girlfriend happy. So, I have to lose the argument, even though I'm right, and be unhappy in order for you to be happy. And you're going to be happy about that. You know, it's a bit selfish if you ask me. <laughs> like, why, why would I, like, why would I do that? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Or make us, like, what? Like, I mean, if you're sad... That I won the argument and I was right. I mean, like, I don't know. What uh, what do you want me to tell you? Um, it's a tough one. Lose an argument to make a girlfriend happy. Uh, if I was right in the situation, um, I w I wouldn't. I w I just wouldn't lose the argument. But if I was wrong, 
like genuinely wrong, I would just be like, yeah, do you know what? All right, whatever, I lost this one. Come back another day, you know, and be back, come back even stronger. You know, I hate losing arguments though, fuck's sake. It's just a tough one, but I'm just going to pick. I'd rather make it sad by winning it because I'm right. Fuck it, why not? Let's just be selfish about it. Um, question number seven. Would you rather meet your girlfriend's parents for the first time or spend a week in a cave? <laughs> oh, man. Meeting your girlfriend's parents for the first time can be fucking nerve-wracking. Like, in my experiences, like, when I've met girlfriend's parents, it's like a running theme. Like, the dads that are, like don't really like me to begin with, and then the mothers love me for some reason. You know, it takes the dads a while to warm up to me, like. I don't know why that is. But, um... Yeah, it's been quite nerve-wracking before when I've done it. I do get a bit nervous. Um, but it's usually, like, I'd say probably every time it's gone well, to be honest with you. It's never like I've met my girlfriend's parents and like they've hated me or something like that. You have to give them time for them to hate me, you know? <laughs> but uh, if I had to choose, I'll meet my girlfriend's parents for the first time, I'll spend a week in a cave. I mean, I don't want to spend a week in a cave, man. You know... It's going to be cold. There might be, like, bats flying around in there. You know. It, that would just be terrible. I'd, I'd much rather... But see, this question shows how much people hate meeting their girlfriend's parents. Because they're like, would you rather do it or spend a week in a cave? And you know some people have be like, nah, fuck that. I'd rather spend a week in a cave. But... Nah, fuck it. I'd rather meet my girlfriend's parents for the first time. Uh, the final would you rather question. Would you rather do heroin or crack? <laughs> Oh, would I rather do heroin or crack? Well, first of all, crack makes you, like, dance without a shirt on. Um, you do, like, kind of yoga poses out in public when you're on crack. Um, you lose your teeth. Um, you always wear, like, weird tr uh, trousers. Um, constantly walk around with, like, a builder's bum. Um, you might do something strange for a little bit of change, you know? Heroin, man, I feel like um, there might be a right way and a wrong way to use heroin, you know? Nah, this is it's always wrong, but, like, I don't, know, I don't know, man. I feel like mus when musicians use heroin, it's a lot different than, like, a homeless person does it, I feel. You know? Heroin, I feel like it'd just be way more better of a buzz, I'd imagine. You know, crack gives you, like, a weird confidence, like I was saying, to do, like, you know, yoga poses out in public and stuff, but... Heroin, it just seems like, I don't know, maybe you get really relaxed in there and you feel light and... I don't know if you hallucinate. I don't, I don't, obviously, I've never done heroin, so I don't know. And there's probably a big difference between smoking and injecting it, even, like, you know? You know, if I had to choose out of the two, I would say probably heroin. You know, crack just seems weird. You know, you'll steal from your parents... You know, you'll rob things. Well, so are heroin addicts, but I would say out of the two, I would imagine that the buzz from heroin would be just a million times better than crack. But I don't know. I really don't. But for the sake of this question, I'd rather do a heroin. Um, and here comes the other widely popular segment to close out this show so I can go and lay down and regroup. And, you know, is uh, questions from the internet. <laughs> Shit, a bit of Tupac do for love there for you. 
Um, question number one. In 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? Oh, wow. Um, fuck, man. In 40 years, probably just like a regular life. Like a life without like internet and social media and a, like reality. I think people are going to be nostalgic for just reality, you know? By that point, we're going to be living in a virtual reality, you know? Or just, I don't know, man. I'm even at that point now where, like, I wish, I really do wish that we could just go back to a world with no phones and stuff like that. Like, mobile phones. Like, have the house phone as normal and just go, like, meet people organically and live in the moment more. Just, we just lost it. Like, I'd love to know what the world would look like if we just shut, if all social media platforms shut down today, what life would be like. You know, it'd be interesting, you know. Um, my voice cracked then. Um, in 40 years, I think people are just going to be nostalgic for reality. You know, just real shit. Uh, question number two. What quote or saying do people say, but it's complete bullshit? Um, that no regrets thing. Live with no regrets. That's bullshit. Uh, what are the quotes? Um, I want to say everything happens for a reason quote is bullshit like the words are, are right because obviously there's a reason for things happening you know but i think the way people say it is a bit bullshitty you know like it's a mystical spiritual thing you know you know it's meant to be and i don't i just i don't believe in that maybe as i get older i'm just get like a bit more i don't know i don't know what it is a bit more cynical maybe i don't know yeah, of all the say like, YOLO, that's a dumb saying. That's just a dumb saying. Like, evidence will show that we probably only do live once. It's like, YOLO, it's just a dumb fucking saying. But I'd say the most bullshit of all bullshit sayings is uh, live with no regrets. Uh, question number three. What motivates you? Uh, what motivates me is uh, um, the hunger for a better life. Just, um, yeah, wanting to... Uh, do the best with the opportunity that I have. Um, feeling lucky to be in the position I'm in and wanting to capitalize on it and really make the most um, from what I came from, really. I'm not saying I come from like extreme poverty or anything like that, but it's like a rags to riches type of story. That's what motivates me. That's what gets me up every day. Wanting to do better and get better at my craft and just the hunger for a better life. Um, that was sad. Um, see, it gets a bit serious, but that is the genuine truth. What motivates me is the hunger for a better life. Uh, question number four. What is the most useful skill you've ever learned? Um, I'd say um, uh, the most useful skill I've ever learned is uh, how to deal with pressure and fear. You know, how to um, control those feelings and use them use them instead of let them control me you know stand up taught me that how to take this nervous energy that you feel before on stage in this fear and how to turn it into something that works for you instead of against you and i think that's something that i can apply to just life in general it doesn't have to be on stage i can just apply that uh, to life knowing that like you're gonna feel these these pressure moments and fear and stuff like that but it's what do you do with it, you know? 
Uh, question number five. What g genetic modification would you most like to have? Fucking hell. Um, I'd be half a robot today if they fucking offered it to me. And I knew it was going to work and I just, like, I would take it. I'd just be half a fucking cyborg, you know what I'm saying? Um, genetic modification. Probably um, a better hairline. <laughs> yeah, probably a better hairline. Um, what else? I'd be jacked, just proper shredded. Um, yeah, shit like that. Don't really know. It's a tough one. Uh, question number six. What is the future of dating? There is no future. It's probably, uh, nah, it's uh, going to be virtual, I think. You know, we're already kind of getting there, like Tinder and all these dating apps and all stuff like that. It's, that's how you meet people, through this vir virtual kind of world. It connects you to real people, but if you're a virtual platform, you know. So it's probably going to be some, like, total recall shit. Where you just, like, choose, like, say, like, the woman you would want to be with, like, your perfect woman. Like, you just design it and it ends up in your fucking living room. And you just live that life. I think it just... I don't know if it'll be real dating. I don't know. Uh, that's a tough one. You know, we'll, but we'll see what happens. Uh, question number seven. What thing do you really wish you could buy right now? Uh, oh, that felt good. Oh, my chest pain's getting way better. Yes, I'm fucking glad this is going. Um, back to the question. What thing do I really wish I could buy right now? Um, a house. You know, I like having my one-bedroom flat and all, but I'd love to have a house. And if we're talking what one I could buy right now, you know, obviously, I'd love to have, like, just, like, a huge house with land and stuff like that, but if we're talking realistic, I would, I would just love to have, like, I don't know, two, two three-bedroom house right now, nice garden, you know, have a barbecue outside and shit, and, yeah, I really wish I could buy a house right now. Or, to be honest with you, a fucking Harley-Davidson. I'd love to have a motorbike right now. You know? Yeah, that'd be one of those. Uh, a house or um, a Harley Davidson. Uh, question number eight. What's the most embarrassing thing you have ever worn? Um, I don't know about embarrassing. See, the thing about something embarrassing, it's only embarrassing if you don't own it. If you own it, it kind of becomes cool. Um, what's the most embarrassing thing I've ever worn? Um, fucking hell, I don't know. I've worn, like, dumb clothes before. Like, everyone from a stage of, like, wearing, like, these clothes with, like, flower print on them and shit like that. I had a couple of those, but, like, I never really liked them. I was just, ah, oh, it was cheap, just bought it. Um, probably, like, a dressing gown or something like that. I've wore one of those, you know, for a goof. Like, with an ex-girlfriend or something like that. Like, fucking put a dress and get on for a laugh. It's probably the most embarrassing thing I've ever worn. I don't really know, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I'll just go with that dressing gown. <laughs> uh, the final question from the internet. Uh, how would you help someone who is depressed? Uh, see, the way I react in these situations, I'm already, like, as good as I used to be with, like, you know like the affections type of things like, oh, it's going to be okay I'm not really 
that I tried to fix instead of like actually console with someone. You know, if someone came up to me who was depressed, you know, I would try and like set out a plan for them instead of actually like being there for them emotionally type of thing. I don't know why. Maybe because I've been through depression, I knew what got me out of it was like actually having a plan and being disciplined and focused on something to take my mind away from stuff like. So uh, taking that into note, if I was going to help someone who was depressed, I would um, I would tell them to go and eat a good meal, jump in the shower, go and buy yourself a notebook and write down what you want to do with your life and work towards that. And uh, in time, you'll start feeling better, you'll start gaining momentum and the next thing you know, you know, that life of you being depressed will be a memory. Now, if you've got like clinical depression and you've got like a legit mental disorder, then I don't know how much that advice will actually help you. You'll have to go to a doctor and maybe try medication and stuff like that. But I don't know, people are quick to throw the depressed thing around these days. No one gets sad anymore. Straight to depression, but that's how I would, that's how I would help someone. Who uh, maybe were just feeling lost and wanted to change a bit. So I mean, I would just write everything down, write what you like about yourself, what you don't like about yourself, things you need to fix. You know, just I swear to God, guys, like I talk about it a lot, and people are probably sick of hearing it, but a notebook can literally change your life. It's, you know, I say it a lot for a reason. If it, it works, you know, writing your goals down and. Just write in this. You ain't got to keep a journal, you know, and put a lock on it and nothing. It's just write shit down, get some stuff off your chest, put your goals on paper, move towards those goals and take them off as you go along. It'll, uh, it'll change your fucking life. I can't preach it enough. Uh, oh, yes. I, I can officially say my, ch- my uh, chest pain is completely gone. 46 minutes into this podcast. And uh, I'm glad that I recorded this episode. Um, didn't do as many topics this episode, I didn't really go into them as much, you know, because I was having many stroke at the beginning, but I'll be back soon with another episode, hopefully feeling tip-top magoo, uh, hopefully I'll have an, a coffee for that episode instead of having water, um, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to coming back with another episode, hope everyone's doing well, hope you ain't got chest pain. Um, I hope uh, you make it to the barber shop with your fucking bowl cuts. Um, I hope that you check out some synthwave music. Um, uh, learn a level language. You know, say hello to people, give someone a hug. I think you can do that now. You know, keep walk around with your head held high. Um, watch some movies, couple push-ups, do some jump rope maybe, um, play a game of chess, you know, maybe go and buy a goldfish. Um, I'm just rambling at this point. But, uh, listen to some music, maybe play some Tupac, some uh, M&M, eat some M&Ms, eat some Doritos, maybe have a pizza, you know, maybe a chicken salad. Eat some blueberries, take your vitamins, you know, uh, have a good week, stay safe, uh, thanks everyone again for listening, 
and I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a bit tough for me to get through, but finally done it. So I hope you enjoyed this one. There's uh, there'll be thirty five episodes all to get all together now um, available uh, at Anchor FM slash the Luke Coleman Show and on Spotify and all those other platforms. You can uh, go and check those out. See how uh, each episode has been different and maybe how it's evolved and. There's just been a lot of fun episodes uh, that I've been doing, so check them out. There's hours and hours of content for you to listen to. Maybe you're in work and you're fucking bored and you just want to listen to me talk shit for an hour. You know, go and check that out. And also go follow me on social media, at Luke Kirkman. Uh, tell a friend to go follow me. I'm trying to get more followers on Instagram to get a wider audience for this podcast. And again, thanks everyone for listening. I love you all for supporting this show. I'll be back next week with another episode. This is Luke Cartman from the Luke Cartman Show. I'll see you soon. Holla.